So last last night was I haven't been sleeping really at all. That's been that way since COVID started, but lately it's kind of resurged as like a nightly I don't sleep. Last night I woke up around like five or six because Navi came into the bedroom and was meowing. Which she's a very quiet cat normally doesn't meow. And then fucking sprinted out of the room and ran downstairs. And then on top of that, there was this very bizarre noise that was like happening every five, ten seconds. And I'm laying in bed and I'm sitting there and I'm like, am I in a dream? Am I actually awake? What the fuck is this noise? My window was open, so I thought it was coming from outside, and I was trying so hard to just listen to what this noise was because it was a very bizarre noise. I couldn't even try to explain it if I... There's no way I could describe the noise. But it was a very weird noise, and it was always the same, and it sounded very, like... Like, it didn't sound like an animal. It didn't sound like a car. Like, I didn't know what it could be. I'm just laying in bed, like, all right, now he's making noise. This sounds like it's coming from outside. Maybe it's coming from the yard. Let me, let me take a walk downstairs. Grab my phone because it's pitch blackout. Grab my phone, turn the light on, go downstairs. Navi is just staring out the back door. So now I'm just like, all right, something's in my fucking yard. What the fuck is this noise? Go to the back, flip the light on, nothing. Looking around, Navi's just still laser focused outside. I'm like, all right, I'm not opening this door. Let me go outside and see if, the, let me go up front and see if this noise, I can hear it better out front or quieter. Go to my front door. There's another cat in the middle of my street staring at my house. And now I'm just confused. I'm like, what is happening? Why are cats freaking out right now? Are there aliens? What is Because this noise sounded like it could be an alien thing. You know, I, my brain went kind of nuts, though. Cat runs away. Hit me, hit me, Mike. No, 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 hit me. Could no, keep going. Cat runs away. Is it a I wizard it. in disguise? Could could have been. Could have been. Could be. I don't know. I haven't revealed yet. Go front. All Animated. of a sudden. Was, no noise. No fucking noise. I got no noise out front. I'm sitting there and I'm like, did it stop? And then my heart drops to the pit of my stomach. The noise is coming from within the house. So now I'm freaked the fuck out even more. So then I run back inside. And then Jen gets up. And now Jen's coming down the stairs and she's like, I think it's the fan. I was so fucking mad it was the fan. I was so fucking mad. Uh, I read that that plot of land in like 18, I want to say it was 1892, that area that you're why are you laughing? Because you're, you go ahead. 18, there was actually an alien infestation. What are you going? Oh, go that was that's, it's like it was. It, that's a well-known Indian burial ground for fucking Salem. That whole like plot of land, it's well-known. I didn't want to Native American burial ground. Yes, yes, Native American. Uh, no, Indian. No, they Indian, yeah. the Indians came over, yeah. and they were yeah. burying. Uh, well, first of all, you are very incorrect. For which right. parts? We said a lot of things just now. Yeah, well, all of it. Okay. Uh, it was an, but it, it was a it was a Pakistani animagus. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, th- that part of Salem actually used to be a place where they buried dead bodies that they didn't know how they died. 
Like, <laughs> I think what I said might be better. <laughs> is it? I think it might be. I I don't know about that. No, it was like a. It was an. There was an alms house there, which was they were just taking the sick, but they didn't know, like, you know, how to treat them or what, how fully sick they were or whatever, and they just buried them in Armagh graves in this part of Salem. So it's very likely that my house does have dead bodies under it that are just unmarked graves. So anyways, turned out to be the fan making a very bizarre noise, which I'm very confused by. I use this fan almost every fucking night. It never makes a fucking noise. It was very expensive. It's one of those stupid Dyson, like no blade fans that's supposed to be very quiet. Very aggravated. Very aggravated that maybe this fan is broken, but also very confused. I have a question for you. Hit me with it. Do any of the ghosts from the unmarked graves <laughs> ever bust through the wall and just like have a huge boner? I mean, it's I haven't I haven't seen that specific scene, but I've definitely oh. seen ghosts in my house. Mm-hmm. You weren't looking hard enough for the boners. What are the ghosts wearing? Uh, anyways, before we get into tonight's episode. Before we started recording, we were talking about uh, a special celebrity guest that was in Salem this weekend. Oh, shit. Is he coming on the episode, too? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Uh, Todd, I don't know what you're doing, but we, like you're not on the camera when you're leaning forward doing whatever you're doing. Wait, really? Like that? Yeah. Oh, so you must have me like, okay, so let me pull him. I have my new set, my new setup, my new setup. His his new setup. Oh wow! It's a man. It's a man's little uh, holiday pumpkin holder that's uh, rotating. If I move it, it's. I mean, it's working better. It's actually better than how you normally have your camera. It's way better. Yeah. Um. There we go. But I mean, a lot of people come to Salem. Obviously, this is a record-breaking year for Salem in October. Record-breaking. Yesterday was like over eighty thousand people. Uh. So, fuck us. But also, you know, random celebrities of all levels come to Salem, especially during this time of the year. Uh, so I have a question. Dom can't answer because he looked it up already. He cheated. Both Mike and Todd, you each get one guess as to who you think or what you would know Matthew Gray Goobler from. You get one guess. I will bump it down to five points. What's the hint? I thought there was a hint. I don't know, Dom. Can I give them a hint or no? I'm not accepting these points regardless. Oh, down talking. I'll take the high horse. High road. I I don't know. What is your hint going to be? All right. I'll give the hint and then Dom can. I'll give the hint and then Dom can can have the final say of whether or not points are allowed for this correct answer. No, I'm not. I refuse to accept the points. Mike can have them because he needs them probably. At some point. During the movie game on the podcast, one of these movies has been mentioned. All right, cool. I, um, I'm <laughs> sure you can give them points because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the movies in the movie game, I mean, if you went like... to if you went to his IMDb page, Dom, it is the second thing listed there on the known for. I, mean, I know, like, I know what he's in now that, like, I. Like, am familiar with him from. I oh, is he from Paul Blart? No. 
Uh, I have to verify, but that's not one of the answers I was looking for. So I'm going to give you a no, uh, Mike. One. When guess. did we reference that? I'm pretty sure we did it as a movie. One, one oh. for one of the, one of the like, uh, you know, box office games that we did on a movie episode. Okay. I'm pretty sure we did. Um, uh, Matthew Gray Goober. Um. I don't know. Let's just say he was in um he was in uh Snow Dogs. I have to verify. He's not. Oh. Okay. Um, he <laughs> is not. better known for a TV role. Oh, you're giving him another clue? Are they getting one more guess here? I mean, at this point no, I don't I don't I give really up. care about points or anything. I'm just curious <laughs> as to who this man is. Um so <laughs> Oh wow! Top, really... top billing in that TV show. Is According it? to IMDb. According to IMDb. So. Uh, it's, not so it's not enough. Better order. No. All right, Mike. Last guess. Uh, <laughs> let me see if I can pull out a good TV show out of my butthole. I think he's just um, in the most episodes. Oh, okay. step by step. Oh. Top uh, got it. Uh, small wonder. Mike, final guess so we can move on. Oh, yeah, let's go with uh, Riverdale. Uh, incorrect. The answer was, of course, Criminal Minds, but the movie that I was specifically referencing was... The Alvin and the Chipmunks. Films. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Right. Uh, also in All 500 Days of Summer. Uh, also in... Uh, let's see here, what do we got? He was Dollface. in Life Aquatic, but King I don't Knight. know what he was in. It says he was just an intern. I can't, picture even, like... I can't even picture the dude. I, I don't know most of these other things. He was a he was a I don't is this a TV show? He was in Batman Assault on Arkham. I don't even know what that is. It, it was probably an animated movie because he's also the voice uh, of Jimmy Olsen in All Star Superman. So there you go. Yeah, I in Salem. I would I only know uh, James Taylor's in Salem too. I only know that because took a he took a selfie with the mayor. I'm sorry on Instagram. Anyways, welcome, everyone, to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests like Matthew Gray Goobler, and sometimes we talk about haunted alien ghost noises too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brendan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Sunday evening, riding the weekend out together, is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you this evening? Do you think he always wears a banana on his head, or... I, that's why I sent that picture. Uh, one-time deal. Do you know who he is now? I can't no. see it. So I, I, I was already phone. looking at pictures of him before you sent that, and I was oh, like, okay. I don't know who this I, guy is. I know him from Criminal Minds, and I don't watch Criminal Minds. I, I've never watched Criminal Minds. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm Criminal surprised Mind. you know him from Criminal Minds and not from the Alvin and Chipmunk movies, because you, like, watch I've never them. seen the Alvin and Chipmunks movies. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Well, I, don't I, haven't, I haven't either. Dom's only seen the squeakle. He hasn't seen the first or third film. No, I saw Chip Direct. Chip Chip Direct. Chip That's the third movie. Correct. Yeah. Uh anyways, also joining us this evening is the payload poppy, Mr. Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? Let's get this going so I can play some more. Come on. <laughs> and rounding us out is the Disney Daddy himself, the Fortnite father, Mr. Dominic 
40. Tom, how are you doing? Having fun. Sounds like it. It really does. It really fucking does. Uh, before we get into tonight's episode, a couple of quick housekeeping things. The first of which is this episode is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on the or in the North Shore on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, you want yourself something hot, something sweet, something tasty, something fresh out of the oven, you can head on down to One Washington Square, get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unsure what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and at Good Morning Chubby and educate yourself on these tasty treats. And let me tell you, if you do head down there, let them know passing control or something. A couple other housekeeping things. Uh, I will be doing the final MG charity stream this weekend. Coming up this weekend, coming up on Saturday, October 22nd, starting at 10 a.m. And normally for these engagements, I do 12 hour plus. I didn't put a hour mark on this because there's going to be some things that happen throughout the stream. There's going to be some donation goals, some incentives. The overall goal is to hit 3,000. Obviously, going over is great too. Uh, we're trying to hit 3,000. We're just over 1,000 currently. You can donate now if you're listening to this now in your car, on your run, at the gym, right live now on Twitch, later on YouTube. You can go now and donate. There's nothing stopping you from adding to our goal and getting things going, getting us closer to that goal. Or you can tune in on Saturday, hang out, share the stream, and donate then. We'll be playing a lot of different things. There'll be friends and guests coming through throughout. And if we hit certain milestones... You know, we'll see how long the stream goes. There's some things cooking for that engagement. So join me Saturday at 10 a.m. for a fun-filled charity day. A um, couple other housekeeping things. We will have a little bit of a change in normal past controller programming the next few weeks because both Mike and Dom will be on vacation at a certain point. So I believe... We will probably record the PTC Movie Club episodes for October, the first week of November, would be my assumption, based on your two schedules. I mean, mm -hmm. next we weekend, but next weekend, Timer. you guys are, are gone, correct? No, I'll be here Friday if we want to record Friday. I mean, that's up to everyone watching two movies from now till Friday, which I'm fine to do, but I don't want to commit everyone to that if you guys can't do that. Well, no, next this this weekend wouldn't be the last weekend of the month, anyways. We can still bank it. E either way, we can we can figure it out. So, if you're looking yeah. forward to either of the two PTC Movie Club episodes, they will probably premiere and or be live at the beginning of November and not the end of this month. So, apologies if you were really looking forward to our Trek the Musical show or. Uh, little shop horrors which Dom want to clarify too for the listeners and for potentially Mike and Todd if they're unaware which version of the film we're watching the uh, 1986 film starring Rick Moranis okay Get I didn't it, know there was I didn't know there was two versions <laughs> did you know that Todd there was two versions of the movie no yeah I didn't either did you know that Mike uh no I I mean I knew it was a musical. It, it crossed my mind that there might be like a recording of like the stage production, but in my mind, oh. we're just going to watch the there was a version. There was a film before in which I believe, um, I need to double check this fact. Um, Nicholson, I think, plays the Steve Martin character. 
weird. Interesting. Mm. I might have actually known that at one point. But anyways, so... we are doing the 1986 film directed by Frank Oz featuring Rick Moranis. Perfect. There you go. So if there was any confusion on your behalf out there, listeners, now you have the clarity you need. And if you already watched the other one, now you get to watch both. You can you can compare and contrast on your own with the differences. Um, and the last bit of housekeeping that we have for you this week is we have a bonus episode coming out this Thursday live, and then it will drop on podcast feeds later that weekend. Uh, I have a group of lovely folks joining me to do a special Soul Hackers 2 spoiler cast, plus just some general Atlas JRPG uh, banter. So you can look forward to that live on this upcoming Thursday, the 20, I don't know, dates. Let me look at my calendar so I don't say the wrong date here. Uh, Thursday, the 20th, probably around 9-ish p.m. Eastern time. You can log into my Twitter or the Pass Controller Twitter if you want an update on when that will actually go live. But we'll be doing that on Thursday night. So look forward to myself in a lovely group of folks joining me to talk about Soul Hackers 2 and Atlas. So there you go. So I wanted to... Unless anyone's been playing anything other than Fortnite, Overwatch, and other stuff we've been talking about before, does anyone have new stuff to add to the mix? No, no. I, I, I just try the teeny bit of scoring, but like not even enough to like really yeah. comment on. So then, yeah, I would wait till you play a little bit more of that. Then, so that's that's fine. Well, we're gonna move right into what uh, I think. What's in the box? What's in the box, baby? An hour long special. Um, no. So what we're gonna do is. We just so happened to reach the climax of the MCU Phase 5, sorry, Phase 4 television shows. We still have one more movie to come out as part of Phase 4, and that will end Phase 4, which is Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. That's the name of the movie, right? Wakanda Forever? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is that November? 11th? Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Mm -hmm. Excuse me. So phase five will officially conclude with uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever in November, but the show portion has concluded with that. I mean, I guess technically the, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special is part of phase four, I think, but I really can't imagine that's going to be anything other than just like a fun time. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I'm not expecting that show to like lay any plot groundwork or like do anything other than just like be a fun little thing so I, things could change when that happens i guess maybe this what, what i'm going to present to the three of you may change when that happens too but what i wanted to do was look at what we have for phase four as far as uh mcu disney plus shows and kind of see where are these stand up? I'm assuming that we have all watched. I know Todd finally watched She-Hulk. Did we all watch She-Hulk? Mm-hmm. Todd, you watched it, right? Okay. This would have just fell apart if that didn't happen. So if you haven't watched She-Hulk yet in its entirety or any of the other shows which we Get may lost. talk about, uh, this is your chance to probably skip forward maybe a good, I don't know, at least 15, 20 minutes of the show uh, to avoid any of that because we're going to talk about the Phase 4 television shows. So Phase 4 for the shows is WandaVision, The Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Now, I don't really know how 
Werewolf by Night falls into Phase Four, if it's like, like what it's exactly it's supposed to do, we can include it in this if we want to. We don't have to because well, it's a special can. presentation. I still haven't watched it. No, then we won't include it. We'll, we'll, we can include that with the, I guess, with the movies if we do this for the Phase Four movies when we've all seen Black Panther, which I don't know when we could do that because I'm not going to the movies. So, anyways. The next movie I'm going to see is probably going to be whatever comes out first, Mario or Spider-Verse. Does the Spider-Verse theater. not have a date? I don't know when it, it comes delayed, out. But I forget when it got delayed, Those... too. March? And there's already toys it... everywhere for it. Yeah, because it was supposed to come out this year, I think, initially. That's probably why there's toys. they got to get those things produced in advance. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2, according to Google, it says June 2nd, 2023. I don't know how accurate that is. But if that's the case, then I think that is after Mario, because I think Mario is May or April. I think it's April. Anyways. What what's the temperature check overall on Phase Four Marvel Disney Plus shows? Where where are we standing here with this? I mean, it's all right. Um, no, I uh, was it. I don't know. I don't know if I'd ever want to watch WandaVision again, even though I did enjoy it. I don't think there's like any like going back to that and like really being like. I, I, I mean, I could be wrong on this. I don't know if you yeah. guys have ever. Um, I've rewatched WandaVision probably three times at least. Yeah. Um, but that was also like when it was out. I watched it multiple times. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, it's just Loki and She-Hulk are the only ones that like really caught my attention and I really enjoyed. So you Other put those that, two shows at the top for you? Yeah, easily. What about what about you, Mike? Mm-hmm. Where would I put my thing? Uh, I think overall, I would lean towards the funnier things more than anything else. So I would put probably She-Hulk and maybe Hawkeye higher up than most other things. Um, I still don't know what I feel about WandaVision. But that's because I've said multiple times, like I've I've struggled to untangle my thoughts about the show as a whole versus everyone going into it with maybe the wrong expectations, and I haven't fully been able to kind of. You just pissed Mephisto, wasn't it? The show was fine, but like every week when we were talking about it, we're like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen," and like ultimately none of those things happened. It was still a fine show. But now I have to like reevaluate it based off of what it was actually trying to do, as opposed to what we thought it was supposed to do. Um, I mean, I would argue, I would argue that Wandavision was trying to get you to question things and was trying to stir things up. I I don't know if they planned for it to get as high as it it did, but I think we were asking all the wrong questions. I but that's still, I think, uh, I think that's still part of what the show was trying to do and even if it wasn't initially i don't think it was i feel like they definitely leaned into it with social media and stuff i don't think it was especially because i don't believe that was the first show to come out of the gate they'd shift the schedule out that was supposed to be like maybe their second or third show they want to put out and i think if that were the case things would have been a little bit different yeah maybe 
Especially if they started with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So if they started with that, Falcon, it... I guess I guess my thing, like like on Mike's point, is like I am still confused as to what the shows are supposed to be doing. The shows, because the shows in general, mm-hmm. it seems like some of them are introducing like concepts and characters that will be brought into the future. And some of them are just, I don't, self-contained pieces. And I don't know if that's intentional, like, especially for shows that are using, like, film characters. Like, we're watching development of these characters, and then they're being used in film, and it almost feels like there was no reason for that. I mean, I don't know. I guess the WandaVision example is bad because the multiverse of madness portion like that was a direct yeah the events of that film like directly were affected by WandaVision but yeah I mean I I get what you're saying uh, I don't know like like Moon Knight do do we expect that like a, a there was a battle of gods over Egypt. Do we expect that anything is going to be said about that at all? So here's where I'm kind of at with some of this. I think you're right. I think some of these things or a lot of these things are like sort of self-contained stories. I do kind of think that that part of that is by design. And I don't necessarily, I, I don't personally think that's like a, a strike against the shows. Like I'm fine with them doing their own little stories or doing their own thing. Out of all of these shows in Phase 4, I'll agree with you that I think Moon Knight, though I enjoyed it, is the one that probably sticks out the most of, like, what exactly are they doing with this show? And what exactly is the future of Moon Knight specifically? Like, I don't need all of these shows personally. I don't need all these shows to, like, intertwine and tie directly into grand plot schemes and or tie into movies. Um, I think we've at this point probably mentioned it on the show, but I believe Kevin Feige has said that like they're going forward, sort of splitting the MCU into like street level threats and heroes. And, you know, I don't know what the other verbiage for the other thing is, but like more galaxy level types of threats where it's like, you're probably not going to necessarily see daredevil fighting fucking uh kang maybe you will but like probably not that would be my guess i just think it's interesting that he says that and then like one of the first movies that's going to come out after like that statement is the marvels where miss marvel is just a teenager and she's going to be with captain marvel yeah. and like mm. Like right away, they're intermixing, yeah, street level and. I I think they will they'll play. Yeah, I think they will play around with it, and you're still going to see some of these different like street level versus galactic heroes interact. But I think that like, even when we get to Avengers five and Avengers six, I think you will still get a lot of more like a lot more people on the screen at once in reference than in there and cameos and stuff. But I still don't think it's going to be necessarily like Endgame where, hey, everyone is fucking here. I don't necessarily think that's going to be the case with uh, 
the Kang uh Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. I forget what they're both called. I feel like Secret Wars is probably gonna have everybody in it. I mean that may make sense, but I don't know if necessarily both of them will have that. I mean maybe I'm wrong, but I, I also don't necessarily see the movie plots for when they start to grow grow the party and like get people linked up that it's gonna necessarily re- resolve in like every single person is showing up in these shows. Um I think the other thing too that that is worth kind of throwing out there is like they are definitely you know, obviously, when it comes to the MCU, I mean, it's got to be the top generating entertainment thing currently, if not one of the things that is. Like, I have to imagine this is the most money generating property out there right now is the MCU at at, at whole. Um, so, you know, they're allowed to dig deeper into the Marvel well and make things about stuff that, you know, might not be received well by the mainstream that maybe they're going to just take a shot on a show like moon Knight, and maybe moon Knight doesn't fucking come back maybe he doesn't show up anywhere else maybe they try one more chance with like getting him and blade and fucking john snow together or maybe they don't i have no idea um i don't know how often they look at how well a movie or show does both like critically and monetarily and then make decisions for future plot lines in the MCU to be like, now we're going to change routes. Then we're not going to do that anymore. I mean, um, they have one of the like hottest like actors. that's like, like Oscar Isaac is like a huge it guy right now. They're going to probably do whatever it takes to make him bigger and bigger in the universe. Yeah. I, think. But, I mean, they've definitely, I think have signed on more hot actors in regards to like the, the last, the infinity war saga. I mean, you got Mahershala Ali, you got Oscar Isaac, you got, um, would Brad Pitt be a good Doctor Doom? No, no. I thought you wanted Howard Stern, Doug. I mean, I do, but I just don't think it. Think they'd think revolt. People would revolt if that happened. I'd be so sad. I'd be like, all day long. Rotten Tomatoes has an average approval rating of eighty-six percent for, um. Moon Knight. And apparently across the first quarter of 2022, it had 33.4 times the average demand of all of the series in the U.S. So, like, it was doing well. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, like, not connected to anything. I don't... Yeah, it's not. I I think I've mentioned this... I, I feel like I've at least talked to Mike about it in person, if not mentioned it on the podcast before. But I feel like... With them re- revealing more of what Phase Four and Phase Five, and a little bit after that, what what things entailed and like what projects are supposed to be in those, uh, you know, timelines and groupings, you know, how, what we're building up to seemingly with, you know, Kang and Secret Wars. I feel like in the background they're also sort of maybe setting up beyond that, where Eternals is dealing with certain things. You got Egyptian gods being mentioned in Moon Knight. Um, you know, Thor Love yeah, and Thunder Thor. deal Yeah, Thor Love and Thunder is dealing with Bast was there for Black Panther and there was Egyptian gods there too, but I don't remember who. Yeah. So like they are introducing these different like types of deities and stuff. So I don't know if that's gonna lead into a future plot line that we just haven't 
we're not like our focus is not there because Marvel is telling us what the focus is, which is Kang in Secret Wars. So who knows? I mean, maybe it is like oh, just in the background. To show up too. I not only that. I mean, besides them just showing up, I mean, you're where we the last episode of She Hulk, which I really enjoyed. I mean, she looks at the camera and like, you know, what about the X Men? Like, I they're just they're they're getting right into that. You know, obviously we get fucking Hugh Jackman coming into the Deadpool movie, so you know, there's there's things there. They're ready to oh, go. Hugh Jackman, huge Assman. I meant to look up. I there was an old episode of the show where we kept saying huge Assman, and I don't know why. Has a ring to it. I'm sure it was unprompted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, temperature check for the, for the phase four at all. You're you're not really a big fan, Dom. For the shows? Um, I mean, I like... I don't... I don't know that there was a show that I didn't enjoy. Okay. I feel like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier fell a little flat for me, but most of them yeah, I like. I kind of dragged... It had its moments. Yeah, it was like slow. Know. Yeah, it had like a couple good moments. And like Captain Marvel... Not Captain Marvel. Miss Marvel. Um... I enjoyed the first two episodes, but like there was some really bad dialogue in that show. Like when she was fighting one of the enemies, like the, the dialogue back and forth between, I forget what dudes she was fighting, but like um, it was just really bad. It just wasn't good. It was like bad jokes that didn't land. Like it just was, it, I don't know. And, I, and that's kind of one of my gripes about this phase is that everything feels super rushed in every single one, even every movie I've seen give or take something here and there, but in She-Hulk's like probably one of my favorite things that's come out of this phase. And the fucking CGI in that movie, in that show is so hard to like, it just pulls me out of it, even though I love it. And I like, I have to keep on telling myself, yeah, yeah, yeah don't, it's stupid to get, but like, it's so bad. It, it like when she's walking, it doesn't even like blend in that well with the rest of the show. Like it's just, it really, really bothers me. And I just, uh, I mean, we obviously know that they've been, you know, crunching all these fucking VX guy, VF, uh, VFX guys, but man, take your time with some of this shit. It just seems like, I've, it seems like there's been some bad writing and some really bad CGI throughout. Even the Moon Knight had a lot of bad CGI in it, too. It definitely feels like they have too many plates spinning at the same time. But Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. Overall, like, I like enjoy everything i just like yeah if if the mcu's big thing is that everything's connected i don't even need it to be like i don't need it to be like all right this story directly connects to fucking everything but if you start introducing too much but everything's supposed to be connected at some point i'm like I'm at the point where I'm looking at everything on the table going, I I don't understand how this can be, how how can this be connected? Yeah, that's, how, that's where my head's at most of the you time. You introduced too. gods, you've introduced like I, I want to say we haven't, even, we haven't even gotten Monsters, to Fantastic Four, X-Men, Jeez, like, like we just so much. Mutants, like you've introduced all this shit that's existing on Earth at the same time as everything that we're watching, but the movies don't deal with any of that. The movies, I feel like, have also been sort of contained, but also, like, you gotta, I mean, uh, let me pull up a list of the movies so I don't misspeak here. Uh, 
Black Widow takes place in the past. Shang-Chi takes place in uh, timeline-wise? I don't know. It's after. Let's go sometime Endgame. after Endgame. Yeah. After Endgame, yeah. Well, it's not just in San Francisco. They go to wherever the fuck they go through to like the second half of the yeah. film. They're not in there. Are they in Comertage or are they in China? I don't know where they are. Not Comertage. They're somewhere. Not Comertage. Isn't Wong in the movie or is that just the end of the movie? Just the, just the end. end. And he no, where, where do they go? Gun. Where do they well, go? also in She-Hulk and they're also not in Comertage and She-Hulk. What, um... Where Except do the they... they are when they're watching the Sopranos. Where yeah. do they go? Except for the Sopranos. Yeah, where do they go, um... <laughs> In Shang-Chi, where, where are they when Wong is fighting Abomination? Somewhere in China, I believe. It's wherever they left his sister. Yeah, where the sister okay. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Eternals takes place, I don't know, all throughout time, so sure. Um, no Way Home takes place in New York, I guess. New York. Um, but it's like also takes place in different... Well, I guess, no, it's in our New York. Um, in our New York. Directly before Hawkeye? Directly after Hawkeye? Uh, I think directly before because it ends with him swinging through New York and like the Christmas trees up, right? And then Hawkeye yeah. takes place around Christmas. Okay. But uh, Doctor, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say there's no mention of any of the events of No Way Home and Hawkeye. I guess everyone would have forgotten uh so i but, know i believe in hawkeye oh, wait, no hawkeye should have they mentioned before right they mentioned that the, it would have been before i think they were mentioned the shield somewhere was hawkeye, being added to the, the statue of liberty yeah liberty yeah so it was before or after it hawkeye would have been before spider-man most of the events of yeah um no way home but like like one of you just said spider-man after at the end of spider-man no one should know who's who Peter Parker is. Right. But that uh, but does it erase the memory of like all the like the Statue of Liberty being like destroyed? I, th- I, I think I, they I just don't, they don't, don't know who destroyed. Peter Parker is. They they know Spider Man exists. They just don't know who they Peter know Parker Spider-Man is. Exists. They do yeah. not know Peter Parker as a person, yeah. nor do they know that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Yes. So and then all the but that, all the damage that happens to the Statue of Liberty they attribute to Spider Man, but yeah, Peter Parker's off the hook. Which could end up being an interesting plot line, depending on how they handle Spider-Man in the MCU going forward, because Spider-Man would then, I don't know, he's a menace. Anyways, Uh, but it also, I believe, applies to only people that were on Earth. So, like, technically, Thor, uh, Guardians... I think that's just speculation. Speculation and, like, what difference does it make, I suppose? He could be the Which way that they. Like, hey, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Like, are they going to tell people? Well, no one they, knows. I mean, who Peter it could is. it could be the situation where it's like there's an issue and they need Spider-Man's help, and like Thor or someone is like, I know where to find him. I know who. Like, I know. How who do you he know is. where to find him? Like, does he know where Peter Parker lives? I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he knows, to sure he knows fucking how to get to New York. He'd be like, Oh, I, I know. We'll fucking go here. I know Spider-Man's did, in New York. Spider-Man's always in New York. Did Thor meet Spider-Man? I don't know. I feel like I never. I don't know either. Him. He didn't. I think we've had this conversation, Mike. I th- there's I like, I think there's like two people that had interactions the, with him, the, and one of them at, is Fury. Yeah, at the end at of who? the who no with Spider Man? Yeah, that that are still alive in the MCU, Doctor Strange. 
Doctor Strange made the spell, so I imagine that he forgets who Parker is. I guess that's true. Well, I'm just saying who, who knows who, who Peter is. But At the end of the movie, I just want to... Hold just... on. Fury is in space, so it doesn't fucking matter. If, the, if that ends up being true, Fury is currently in space, so he would, he would know who he is still. Yes, well, we're also in, like assuming that that is a thing that will be... I mean, I would also probably imagine that an, another way out of the, this thing, if it ends up being a thing at all, is that Fury has, like, files on everybody. So he would have a file on Spider-Man that would have, I'm assuming, information about... Unless magic works on paper, I don't fucking know. Magic well, must if work on magic paper doesn't because work on paper, Peter had to go then... get his DED. Yeah. Also, if magic doesn't work on paper, then there's a video of Mysterio revealing that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. The whole plot yeah. of the fucking movie, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not I'm not in the writer's room. I don't know what the fuck they're trying to do. I again, I think the real reason why they did that to Peter Parker is because it is uncertain if how much they can use Spider-Man in the MCU going forward. So that was their way to be like, listen, oh, no one knows who he is now. Like that that is the blanket reason why I think they also, did that. Also, like classically they, Peter Parker, I mean Spider-Man is known as like classically in the Spider-Man comics, like people don't know Peter Parker is Spider-Man. That's a whole thing. He's working for yeah, except Jordan, the train full like, of people. Spider-Man. Except for that train full of people, obviously. Yeah, but they and, um, is is Spider Man's identity not revealed in the Civil War comics? It is. Yeah, and yeah. then I think he got like shot or something. Well, fucking uh, should have fucking yeah, shouldn't have like fucking sided with, 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 with Tony. He shouldn't have fucking sided with Tony. Wait, Mephisto? Did... Yeah, uh, I mean, one did. more day. Make a deal with Mephisto. One more day. There we go. Mephisto's coming. Spider Man Four. There was, there was two of them. And... There was like one more day, and I forget what the other one's called. <sighs> yeah. I... Well, I was just going to say, it, it happened in the comics, and the only person that remembered was Hulk, and not Banner, just Hulk. Well, like Hulk, luckily, luckily Hulk for us in the MCU, we get fucking, we get Science Hulk, or whatever they call him, Smart Hulk, so we're good. Well, luckily for us, fucking Bruce never met Peter. <laughs> yeah. So wait, Peter has only met the Guardians, Strange, and Tony. That's it? And I guess Captain Marvel. But again, all what she knows is Captain Marvel. And Captain America. And he's like, hi, Peter Parker. Can you have something yeah. for me? And he gives her the... Uh, oh, but he's okay. running around okay. without his mask at that fucking battle. No, doesn't he have his... He doesn't have a mask? He doesn't have his hood on? No, at the I end of Infinity War, everyone took their masks off so you could all see what their faces look like. Well, you gotta be sad, Mike. Jeez. Okay. Acting. Exactly. Acting. Uh, anyways, this, got, this got way away from us. I don't even know how we got to this point. Um, but overall, MCU Phase Four TV shows. Do can we can we definitively pass the control rank these? I there's at least with with Todd and Mike. There's some crossover. Dumb. No, you have a do you have a top two because they both gave top twos. Would be Hawkeye. You didn't even say fucking Hawkeye, Todd. No, I said my third would be Hawkeye. Oh, well, we'll get there. We'll get to third. I'm trying to see if we have overlap on top twos because that would make it easy to start the top of the list. Um, I don't know. I, I really, I'm going to struggle with this. Uh, Loki's probably in my top two. Okay. If you think about it, Loki also introduced like a huge, huge, huge part of what's coming in the next phases. So that's still like... wasn't in Loki. That was WandaVision. 
Um, and like, I feel like Loki's show had the, like, now that we know where they're going, that had the most stakes towards like the future of the MCU. I, I got a hot take. Bro, the let other stuff also has stuff Which that one? we don't know about. I, I don't know I, if, I, if gods show up more or if mutants show up more or if, I don't know, super soldier serum shows up more. I guess that was power broker. I, I don't, I don't know what you want to say the results yeah. of Falcon and the Winter Soldier was. Oh, uh, uh, I was going to say the Expendables. Um, Thunderbolts? Huh? Thunderbolts, yeah, there we go. I don't know why Expendables was stuck in my call, head. Was it Todd that called it like, the cannonballs the other day? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, Thunderbolts is a direct uh, result of Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier. I, I, think, I think where we're at to to be considered for with the, what's going on like i think we are used to the mcu in regards to what the infinity saga was where it seemed like at a certain point we had kind of been given this is the end goal and everything sort of was kind of leading up to that and obviously we didn't really have the tv shows then like i know we had the netflix shows but those didn't really tie into much or anything and then i know we had like agents of shield i never watched it so i couldn't speak on that but i don't think that really ended up really tying anything together mike right it like had yeah, entire seasons devoted into tying into movies and then it was just deemed that it was no longer needed so they just stopped gotcha so like i i think like they did an entire season on hydra in- infiltrating shield yeah. before before civil war right i mean before, before civil war, uh, civil war yeah. dropped and then they're like guess what Ward is actually fucking part of Hydra, wow. and so is uh, uh was good TV. Bill, Bill Pull, no, Bill Paxton. Pullman. Oh shit! Uh, I don't uh, know. We'll we'll put that to the side. The the one that was not in Independence Day. So the one who died, Bill yeah, Pull, Bill, Bill Paxton, Bill, pa- uh, Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton. Uh, Bill oh, Brasky. Uh, it's callbacks last week. Um, like, I think part of these shows is to help alleviate the origin film being a film in the MCU. Like, I think that's part of it. Blanket. Like, hey, we want to get some of these heroes into the MCU. Obviously, they need to be introduced properly. But we don't want to just, like, continue to make movies on that, so I think that is part of it. Was Captain they, Mar- is it because they, then because then they did a Black Widow movie, which was an origin movie. Like I think ten that, years I think after that, the character I think was that, that was mostly made to like, hey, we should have given this character a movie probably at some point. I think that. I mean, they, they, they should have had Budapest in that fucking movie. I mean, that's what they should have had. They should have had uh, a fucking. But I don't think that's the whole purpose of these shows. I think it's also like, if if. uh you know, if if Falcon and the Winter Soldier's thing is partially to like, hey, Falk is Captain America now, but also like to introduce the Thunderbolts, that could just be the extent of really what the purpose of the show was to set up this next little plot line that isn't maybe like the big giant thing we all want to cross over and, you know, merge together. But like, hey, fucking Louis, Louis, uh, Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus characters here assembling this team and. Um, you know, uh, fucking Todd's favorite girl is there now, and whatever. 
What what is her name? Except didn't that get spoiled by everything getting delayed? Didn't that happen in Black Widow first? Am I misremembering uh, that? So I think Widow came after Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier Falcon came, came out, out in March, oh, yeah. March, and I'm pretty sure Black Widow was like in the summertime. Okay. I don't know because that also had her. So yeah, um, but like you know, again, what is She Hulk's purpose other than introducing She Hulk to the MCU to to start this new Hulk plot line, I I don't know. Is it to also introduce Daredevil? I mean, obviously, clearly, it's also to in- introduce Daredevil. Um, in the comics, is does She Hulk ever like practice law with Daredevil? Is that a thing that they do or no? Like, do they like? Is she gonna? Do you think she's gonna move to New York and like start like do a firm with Daredevil? Like, is that gonna be a thing? You think or no? Uh, I don't know. I doubt it because I don't. I don't know that they'll want to. I don't know. There was already a lot of pulling away from her in this show. I doubt that they're going to want to pull away from him in his show. Yeah, is uh, I mean, his show is also like twenty episodes or something. It's a lot longer than any other MCU show. Um, it's also interesting that in episode one or two, she was like, "Yeah, this isn't going to be a show about cameos," and then every fucking yeah. episode had a cameo. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think they addressed that. Joke. It's I, not going to be a show yeah. about cameos, even though we had a cameo in this episode. In this episode, it was tongue in cheek. I'm sure. Was, well, yeah. you, know, you know what's wild about that show too is that, like, I felt watching that show that I was watching it like they made the episode the week before. The way they planned out how people were going to react to that show and like yeah. everything, it just felt like it was I'm like put that in my top two. It was. It was. Self-contained episodes, it felt like a TV show versus feeling like a movie that they split up into episodes. Yes. Uh, so, I agree with you, Todd. Or it's in your top two, Dom, Loki Shield. I, I might put that in my top two. It's, it's okay. yeah, I don't know. I'll probably, yeah, in, until I think otherwise, yeah, that's probably in my top two. So I agree with you, Todd. I think that this might be the best written MCU show easily just because of how wow, it really did like seem like, it. it really did seem like, they were writing those shows in real time because it was like lining up perfectly with the discourse around the show. It was the best written show as a show. Yes. It felt like the other shows were... the arguments I've seen is that it's horribly written and not funny. That's like the arguments I see. It's so funny. This show made me laugh constantly. It made me laugh all the time. There were some good liners. I feel like there are some people that maybe weren't as hot on the fucking finale. I I love the finale. The finale fucking... Honestly, the finale, I think, is some of the best things. That, one of the best things that Marvel's done in a long time. It's very yeah. unique, and it's like taking shot at set itself. Yeah. And I even think, like, you know, like with when Hulk comes in at the end, I think they purposely made him look like that because it's basically what they were making fun of, like the whole like episode of like daddy issues and like they made and they just made him look like bad on purpose. I think like that character because like I everyone wants bad. I don't think. Why did he look bad? Also, you mean, like, was CGI. Like, it was a terrible it, it, hairline. The hair, like the haircut, like the way the clothes he was in, I think that was just playing more into everything that they were doing in that Maybe. show. Because just to like piss people off more, like you know, like we're gonna introduce this character right at the end, and he's gonna be goofy as fuck. You know, it's like, and, you know, you can deal with it. Yeah, maybe, like, I don't know. That was great, and like I never watched the Daredevil Netflix show, but like Charlie Cox throughout his appearances in this 
show were fucking like he's fantastic. He's just like a good you actor. Like I enjoyed this. Him. Then it's a very different show. So yeah, it's so I can't really say otherwise. I just, I just think he's like a he's like a good. I liked his he's delivery awesome. of lines. He's like awesome he was funny. Smirnog. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and there, yeah, like there, I would imagine he's act similar in Daredevil. No, I, like I know Daredevil on Netflix is a dark show and like violent. Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't know, it's different. A lot more I, I would I would say his Murdoch is probably about the same. Okay. Yeah. Like yes. Yeah, yeah. His Murdoch in Daredevil is still like jokey, but his yeah. Daredevil is very different. Yeah, because he's like yeah, I I like skulls. the. First of all, I'm sorry, like the hallway, but the, the hallway scene they gave him was fucking dope. I do like that they still do the hallway scene. Yes, yeah, I, I, I really, for someone who did not watch Daredevil or Punisher and know that the hallway scene is like the thing everyone talks about, I was happy when I was like, oh fuck, they're giving this dude a hallway scene right now. I'm sure very different than the hallway scenes in Netflix, but it was similar. Yeah, it was similar, but you know, it was was less crap. And and he was taking way more hits and like in the netflix show like he's just he in the netflix show he's constantly getting the shit kicked out of him while he's kicking the shit out of people so like he's just like constantly getting whooped and whooping people's now, asses all this is i i need to like keep track of my points in my head because there were multiple things i wanted to say but i don't know if there is an answer to this and if there is i feel like one of you may know is the daredevil netflix show like, is any of that plot and or character supposed to be carried into the MCU? Or is this supposed to be, like, a, just a new interpretation of that character? I haven't said. Okay. I th- haven't said. It sounds Based on what like, we know so far, what, what do you think? It sounds like it's going to be the same character. That's pretty I, cool. The show is called Born Again, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, th- and that is a storyline of, like... It is a storyline. Yeah. So, like, it sounds it's a story like... Line. Going... I didn't watch... No, yeah, I'm I didn't, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the newest season. I don't know if I watched the last season of Daredevil. I can't remember. Is uh, the last is, season? I think kind of played off of Born Again. Yeah, so like, I think that uh, this is going to be a carryover. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Is the is the version of Kingpin that we have seen so far? So, like, does that seem like a like a could be a continuation of that character too? Do you guys or no? Similar, but the thing that I've seen is it's similar, but he like has more staying power almost yeah interesting okay yeah maybe i'll, I'll probably watch that show soon i, I feel honestly like I man like it. like even like the first season's amazing of the other even but the it, second yeah. season second even season it, with burnthal as punisher and everything yeah. and the dialogue that they have with each other when they're on the rooftop and shit like that and like there's just so loved, many iconic scenes. i loved most of those shows i was gonna say all Same. those shows but iron fist did you remember iron so, fist? So i couldn't even watch iron fist you, yeah, i didn't watch it was, that. It was good it was just it dragged so bad there was so much like i don't know there was so much bad mixed in with the good that, do like, you think that especially with the daredevil show being like 20-ish episodes do you think that they're going to introduce john bernthal I hope so. I'd like to, but who knows? I don't know. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know how you make him work in this universe. Like, it's just like Deborah I, I Ann Wall said that she wasn't invited back yet. I don't know who that is. Uh, it's Wait, uh, main character in Daredevil. Yeah, Karen. Karen. Yeah. Karen. I did watch um, the first two episodes of Daredevil, but I would probably rewatch them. Is she the nurse? She's the girl from True Blood, the, the redhead. Right. The nurse is that was, that uh, the nurse was Rosario Dawson. 
Oh, there we go. Oh, wow, that is right. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really liked the banter between. I mean, I again, I think Tatiana Maslany, fantastic. No, like, their chemistry is amazing. Incredible, but their chemistry yeah, on the show is really good. Like, I really enjoyed that. I hope that they have more plot lines together because I yeah. thought it was good. Um, and I still, I still think about and laugh when she looks at the camera and says, "Yeah." I smash force walls and sometimes Matt Murdock. I fucking yeah, I laugh I so fucking hard. I was like, I can't believe that was a joke of the MCU. Like that's that's <laughs> ridiculous to me. Um, that one. I, how about the one where she's like, uh, "That's not the only thing that." Well, that's not the only thing that finished. Like, oh, that's right. The, yes, yeah. yes, yes. She I know what you're talking about. She essentially makes a cum joke. Like, <laughs> yes, I think it was in the previous episode because it's the it's when. They ho- it's when her and Matt Murdock hook up. Okay. Uh, I think. Um, oh, it's because that's not the only thing that that was finished that finished satisfyingly or something. It, I it, so it was yeah. something like the morning rolls in and she looks at the camera and she's like, "This episode's this still going on. Yeah, right. yeah, this episode yeah. should be over. That was a satisfying climax or yeah, like whatever, right. something yeah. like that." Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, fucking great show, really fucking good show. So okay, I think that for me. She-Hulk is definitely in my top two, potentially in my top one. So that puts She-Hulk in all four of our top twos. So instantly makes it a contender to be just the number one show for the four of us. My hot take. I think, Uh, oh, I enjoyed Loki. I think Loki might actually be the most overhyped show in phase four. I don't think it's bad. I like don't think it's I kept you guessing every episode. Like we're like, no other shows are like keeping me guessing. It was basically like, where the fuck is this going? And then it had a pretty good payoff where you get like a main villain. Who's going to be like the biggest part of the next phase. Basically. I think, I think it like, it was the only show that really paid, paid off minus She-Hulk. Cause I thought that episode finale was great, but um, I think I don't for think... me, my top two are She-Hulk and WandaVision. That's where I'm going to put my top two She-Hulk and WandaVision. Like, regardless of what WandaVision, you know, like, for me, and this is hard to quantify, because, again, whether it was a purpose of the show or just accidental and it worked in their favor, that moment around the show when it was live, like, that that to me made that show probably better than it was. But, like, I that's still a factor for me looking at the show and still thinking about that now. Like... I just enjoyed the speculation. I enjoyed the conversation week to week. It was no, none of the other shows have done that. Like, and they're not tr- all trying to, and maybe none of them are trying to, but that aspect of it is like something that, you know, not every show can do. And when it's done and it works and the community gets involved in that way, that's like, I don't know, a moment that is hard to, to, to not consider for me when I'm thinking about these shows. Um, for what it's worth. But I think that means we have to look at these shows. How many are there? I didn't watch What If, so I can't comment on What If. I watched What If. It was good. It was fine. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was fine. All right. So I think just based on our top, our, all of our top fours, it just unanimously that puts She Hulk in one, I would imagine. Because we all put it. That's the only thing that's in all four of our thing. So She-Hulk would go to one. Two of you have Loki. Three of us, I think, right? No, Mike has Hawkeye. 
two of you have Loki, Mike has Hawkeye, <clears throat> and I put Wanda. So I think that means that for Todd and Dom, Loki would, you know, end up being their number two or one. Mike, me and you have to now have to decide what is Loki for us. Top of the mixture, bottom yeah. of the mixture, where are we feeling Loki? Uh, hold on, because I'll be honest, while we were initially, when you initially asked the question, we were listing off shows, I kind of sort of forgot that Moon Knight existed, and I haven't really tried fitting into the equation at all. Uh, it's it's so like, a, yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah, I only mentioned that because like, in my head, I'm like, okay, I guess I can group the other, the next couple shows, and I would say Loki and Winter Soldier somewhere there. But I feel like I think Loki, I, I think Moon Winter Knight. Soldier and Moon Knight for me suffered from lack of episodes. Let I me, think that me, the, they were short. Yeah, they were short. I, they were, I think Loki, Hawkeye, and Moon Knight, oh, and Miss Marvel were all six. Oh, and Falcon were all six. But I, I think, I think Loki worked in those six episodes. Whereas, like, I don't think, because, like, I feel like, like I said, with Loki, there was like a satisfying conclusion. Um, it leaves it open ended. Uh, we're like, so let's, let's try to do this then. Maybe, maybe this is where we can start to build this list. Is there a common thread on what our worst show is? Todd, what is the, what, what would you put at the bottom of your list? Todd, I'll read uh, them again. So everyone can think about it. WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, what if Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Hate to say it, but Miss Marvel. Mike, what would you put at the bottom of your list? I, and I didn't, and I, I've said this before. I did not like the casting choice for Miss Marvel, and she completely won me over. So, like, she's not the problem with that show for me. I think writing was a problem for that show with me, and I thought it was it, it was just it was all right. It was all right. So Todd's gonna put uh, Miss Marvel below a show that he did not watch. Got Which it. one? What if? I watched What If. Oh, who said they didn't watch yeah. it? Besides me, I thought someone else said they didn't watch it. All right, that's fine. Mike, what would you put at the bottom of your list? Um, I'm yeah, let's put what if at the bottom. It was fine, but they didn't kind of do what I was hoping they were going to do with it. Okay. Dom, what would you put at the bottom of your list? Um The thinker. I don't know. I guess if I'm putting anything at the bottom, it's probably what if. That's a unanimous what if, because I'm going to put it there by default because I did not watch it. So um, I guess that'll bump us up to the next lowest rated show, according to Todd, Miss Marvel. Does anyone have something they would put below Miss Marvel? I do. I would probably put um, I would probably put something like Moon Knight below Miss Marvel. God, how are you feeling about that? At the at the bare minimum. For me? It might I be higher I, on my list, but I'm I think, disagree completely. I, I think, think Moon Knight's like in my top half. Okay. I think what we'll have to keep doing is sliding things down. So we'll start with whoever has the lowest. So Todd put Miss Marvel lowest. Mike saying he'd put Moon Knight below that. Dom, how do you feel about putting Moon Knight below that? I would not put Moon Knight below Miss Marvel. Um, 
Todd would also not put Moon Knight below that. I would probably. It's tough. I really liked Miss Marvel. Um, and I also am a defender of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I feel like when Falcon and Winter Soldier has its high moments, they're very good. But I feel like when it has its low moments, it's some of the worst out of the shows. Yeah, I that's think... true. Go ahead. I was going to say, Falcon Winter Soldier is probably like my second. I'd probably do What If, then Falcon Winter Soldier. So, Miss Marvel, What If, Falcon Winter Soldier at my bottom. Um. Oh, so your bottom would your your number nine would be what if your number eight would be Miss Marvel and your no, number I'm sorry, seven. Miss Miss Marvel, what if Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Wow, Todd really hates that show. Um, I I just think it like it started the the first episode. I was like fucking all, I, and I, you know I'm not a huge Anthony Mackie fan, but like the first episode, I'm like, oh, I'm all in on the show. And then yeah, like Todd hates Papa Duck. I do hate Papa Duck. I, I know I just don't. I don't know. I don't think he can carry like a movie. I don't think he can carry a show. Oh, well, it wasn't a movie, so. Um, I mean, for me, the the next two slots for me at eight and seven are probably going to be a toss up between just looking at the rest of the shows are probably going to end up being a mixture of Miss Marvel, Moon Knight and Falcon Winter Soldier. So. Uh, do Mike or Dom feel comfortable putting Miss Marvel here or Falcon Winter Soldier here or Moon Knight here? I don't know what here it is. Number eight. Yeah. Above what if? Well, I already said my thoughts about how I would put Moon Knight. Go, what if, then Moon Knight, then some other things. Uh, well, so what I I'm saying is both both Falcon Todd and Winter Dom. Soldier was the most boring of the shows that we have left. Yeah, easily. Yep. So. I didn't necessarily not enjoy it. I just think that it dragged a lot. And it shouldn't for a six-episode fucking run. Like, there's no reason that show should have been. And, and if COVID was affected by it, then they should have just fucking postponed it. So Mike wants to put did. Moon Knight at eight. Todd wants to put Marvel at eight. Dom, what, what do you want to put at eight? Um, I don't know. Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, Falcon, or something else? I guess I guess Falcon. Then Falcon will, will hit a tie because I'm going to probably put Falcon here too. Does anyone have a strong reason why Falcon should not be there? No. All right. So then that puts us at seven. Todd, are you sticking with Miss Marvel at seven? Yes. Mike, are you sticking with Moon Knight at seven? Mm, yes. Um, are you agreeing with either of those or introducing a new show? I guess I'll put Moon Knight there. Uh, well, unless I agree with Todd. Because it, which... it doesn't connect to anything right now. Like, it's just, I don't know. I think my gripe with Miss Marvel, too, is I'm not a huge Captain Marvel fan. So, like, the fact that I know that's where the movie's going for the next one makes me not really excited. So that's going to mean that both Mike and Dom think seven is Moon Knight. Todd thinks seven is Miss Marvel. 
I can either agree and tip the scales with Mike and Nam, or I can agree with Todd. Or you can go solo. I think I can. Yeah, well, so. if I go solo, it still doesn't matter. The two of them are gonna are gonna outweigh, out, outweigh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say I'm cool with Moon Knight at seven. But then that means for me, with the rest of these shows, the number six is Miss Marvel for me. I know Todd is gonna continue to agree because it's still his lowest rated show. Mm-hmm. Mike Dom, Miss Marvel next or something else? Oh, that's fair. I think I would probably go with at that point I think I might actually go with WandaVision wow well unless Dom changes his answer that is a 3 to 1 on Miss Marvel I actually was just looking at WandaVision too um I think I'm going to go Miss Marvel okay Okay. but that means WandaVision's right above that so Dom is at WandaVision locked in at 5 Todd's going there too. Wow, Mike, are you my saving grace? He was just gonna put WandaVision at six. So yeah, yeah, you guys bumped me, so just gonna end up there. Damn. Which means Hawkeye is next, right? For for the record, WandaVision is my number two. So I'm not fighting for for that. I would I would probably looking at the rest of these shows. I would probably put Hawkeye at five. So Hawkeye would be my next. Uh, Actually, no. Ah. Loki, Hawkeye. So Loki, Hawkeye. There's three left. No, Loki. She-Hulk is already by default oh, because one. we all okay, put yeah. it as number oh, okay, one. Okay, yeah. So Lo- Loki, Hawkeye, and can I count properly? Are there nine shows? There are eight shows. <laughs> so oh, we <laughs> forgot about I Am Groot. We did forget True. about I, I Am Groot. I was going to bring right, that in. I didn't watch it. Put so. that in there too. Uh, so then that leaves us with three shows and three spots. So we get Loki, Hawkeye. Wait, no, just Loki and Hawkeye. Am I? Am I? Can I count? What is going on? I don't know if you can, but I'm also not just two shows. Back of what you're There's doing? Two shows so left. Like... So right now we're at number one. So number seven. Nope. Number eight is What If. Number seven go. is Falcon Winter Soldier. Number six is Moon Knight. Number five is Miss Marvel, and number four is Wanda. So that leaves us with the two and three slot being. Between Loki and Hawkeye. Yeah, so I think it's Hawkeye Loki for me. So Todd's going Hawkeye number two, Loki I'm sorry. number three. Uh, no, sorry. Hawkeye number three, Loki number two. So let's just do three. So three, you want Hawkeye. Mike, yes. three, Loki or Hawkeye? I put Loki. Dom, Loki or Hawkeye, Hawkeye. three. Hawkeye. Hmm. Hmm. You yeah, said Loki. Decides it. Todd said Hawkeye. Dom said Hawkeye, and you said Loki, Mike. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think. I think Hawkeye was very entertaining. I think it was one of the funnier shows, which I appreciated. I, I think agree. I don't, that I don't think it's close though. I don't even think those two are close as far as like I, I listen, I understand. I think that Kate Bishop was fantastic. I think that this was the first time that I cared about Hawkeye in the MCU. 
out of here. They made him more human here. They gave him. What do you mean? I he had think, a family. He had to hide that shit. When he, yeah, he cool. He was a plot thread in the other ones. This time, he got to actually like kind of deal with stuff. And I appreciate that this show is one of the few shows and or movies that deals with post snap like depression like he's dealing with loss of natasha he's dealing with loss of his friends he's dealing with someone trying to you know imitate him he's losing his hearing like i i liked this like aging you know unstable hero i enjoyed that aspect I thought Kim Pin was cool. Falcon and the Winter Soldier also deal with post, and and that's why I again I think the highs of Falcon Winter Soldier really hit with me. Um, like I think I, they like the Bucky part of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I feel like they like just didn't touch upon that enough. They kind of like wrapped it up way too quickly, and like it was I felt, it felt rushed. Where I think Bucky, like you said, with like Hawkeye, I think there's a lot to unpack there with Bucky, and I just feel like there wasn't enough yeah. time to do that. Yeah, no, I I think I think they do a good job of of like sunsetting Hawkeye. I think they do a good job of like dealing with the probable end of this hero in the MCU. Um, I think the fucking Broadway show stuff was funny to me. I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, Hmm. I'm going to say this. I probably liked the overall villain of Loki more and that might, that might do it for me. And Loki get, gave me a little bit of that speculation that... Wanda yeah, like, I, th- I felt like Loki had more speculation than Wanda did, and it had a better payoff. Um, so I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing that means that that puts me and Todd saying Hawkeye. Or no, Dom also said Hawkeye. Yeah, so that's Hawkeye. So, so it's a three-to-one Hawkeye. <laughs> that means our final list, the past controller list for the Disney plus shows for the MCU phase four is number eight. What if number seven Falcon and the winter soldier, number six moon Knight, number five, Miss Marvel, number four, WandaVision, number three, Hawkeye, number two, Loki, and a unanimous number one, she Hulk. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty okay with that list. I think WandaVision clearly being my number two is the only thing I, uh, would move. I think the rest of that looks pretty solid overall. I would, I would potentially put Loki. A, no, I don't know. Again, I, I think Loki's just an overhyped show. I don't, I don't really dislike the show. I just think it, you know. Anyways, any, any final arguments to move anything on that list, or are we feeling pretty locked in? No, but I'm very curious about how Mrs. Marvel is going to perform in the box office because Thor: Love and Thunder didn't perform that well, and he's like a very beloved character as far as like everything's going and people love that director i i just don't know what to expect from it i think it's going to be yeah, a but mess I, don't, I don't think the i don't think people's issues with thor love and thunder were were chris hemsworth or i guess maybe the director it was more it wasn't about the character it was that people thought that it was too over the top too jokey and just like constant like you know that I think that movie would have been a lot better. I enjoyed it. I think that movie would have been a lot better if uh Well not only that but there was Mrs. more of the Marvel, villain. Miss I mean Miss Marvel. Um Captain Marvel I feel like is pretty much always 
talked about as being on the bottom out of all the movies. It's like in the bottom like five. Whenever I hear people talking about their picks or like Yeah, but that doesn't the- but that doesn't mean that this movie that is around three different people is gonna be bad. Just because I someone didn't like the origin what story. The story is because we don't know yeah. we don't know shit. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Anyways, that brings us to the final part of the show, which do, is everyone's favorite. I do wonder, movie. like Todd, how it'll do because I, I don't know. I think uh, I think for I think Wakanda Forever is gonna fucking do gangbusters. Although, oh yeah, I think it looks amazing. Although too. it's it's a three and a half hour movie or however long it is, so right, yeah. that'll probably be um, three and a half hours. I was I was exaggerating to make a point. It's I, it's long though. It's the second longest think, movie behind Endgame, right? Yeah. Like two hours and forty minutes. I think that Black Panther could potentially underperform because I think that that movie has a lot of aspects that are potentially could hurt the movie for the audience. A lot of people really don't want Shuri to be Black Panther. I feel like that's probably what they're gonna do. It doesn't really necessarily bother me, or like I have a strong opinion either way about it. But I feel like that's gonna really piss a lot of people off. Um, Some of the actors they, have already come out and said that nobody has any nobody. They have not seen anybody say who the next Black Panther is, or nobody has gotten it a hundred percent correct. I guess is what is what I read. I mean, it couldn't. It could be a thing where you my, know the my thought the is quick, that there's going to be multiple Black Panthers. It's possible. The other thing could be they bring in a multiverse Black Panther. The other thing could be they, you know, the oh, no, scenes I think, in the. I think it's going to you be think like someone does. Nakia, Shuri, and... I hope it's Nakia. I would like it to be Nakia, but because it's just a better Nakia. actress. Okoye. I, is the, is yeah, the maybe Okoye. I was trying to decide if it would be... I, I don't think it'll be M'Baku because he's not... He doesn't worship the panther. Yeah. Also, he's just like a big dude. I don't I don't see a big dude being Black Panther. Be um, have a just a fucking giant panther guy. He's just jacked. He's like... I, I mean, I don't think that... like an actual, like an actual, like gorilla suit to fucking just fucking <laughs> wail on people. <laughs> I feel like the other thing too is people try to speculate who they think is in the suit in those brief moments in the trailers and teasers and stuff, but that could just be a fucking, you know, they they have put fake things in trailers before. It could be that. Um, I don't know. I I think Black Panther has extremely large shoes to fill, and it gets very complicated for a lot of reasons, and obviously one of those reasons being, you know, no Chadwick Boseman. I think that. I... That is something to, you know... I will say this, so Ryan Coogler is a very good director, so, like, I have faith. Like, it's kind of like when, like, even though Dark Knight Rises isn't my favorite, when they lost... Uh, Heath Ledger? What's it called? Heath Ledger. Um, I had faith in Nolan that he'd still produce somewhat of a decent movie, whereas, like, the same with Coogler. I think, like, even losing someone as big as uh, uh, the Black Panther Chadwick. and having him... Yeah, Chadwick. Um I think that I have faith in him as a director. The, yeah, like it already. I think the trailer already looks it, amazing. Like, I'll say that in addition to like Coogler seeming to have a control on like what needs to happen or like how they're going to move forward, it seems like the cast is kind of like bonded to move forward. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So it seems like everybody's on the same page. Like, all right, this is something that we need to do for Chadwick. So, yeah, yeah. I I hope it's good. I really liked the first Black Panther. That's that's a that movie was fantastic. Like I think the worst parts of Black Panther were that I thought some of the CGI in that movie was pretty bad. Um but I don't think that'll be the case this time around. I think I think that 
I mean, they it's gonna be worse a, now. They, they literally make a joke about it in the finale of fucking She-Hulk, where he's like, Kevin's like, can you can you turn into you know Jennifer because we don't have the budget for that. The animators have already moved on to something else, and then you hear fucking the Wakanda like music. Right. I, I don't like the are they are they percussion instruments or are they a, or are they yeah. wind wind instruments? Like know. the doo doo doo. I don't know what instrument that is. The doo doots. Yes. I said Correct. two different things. Sure. Exactly. You got it. Okay. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, anyways. Anyways. That brings us to everyone's favorite part of the show, which is what's in the box. Uh, if you're new to the show, what's in the box is a game where I pull three games off the back of my shelf. I read the back of the box. The panel has to guess what that game is based on what I read. Whoever gets first gets the point. The scoreboard for the year so far is Dom sitting pretty at 52 points, Todd behind him at 44, and Mike behind Todd at 34. A bunch of guess points on the board. Without further ado, game number one. No escape from blank blank. The sprawling mega blank in the heart of blank blank. Home of its most violent thugs and infamous blank blanks. Cyberpunk 2077. Dom gets the point. It is indeed Arkham City. Don't ask me why I have the Wii U version. Yeah, I thought that was odd. Uh, Game number two. Dom fucking sniped that one. Blank have brought London to its knees. Use your blank, 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 blank. The ultimate survival kit. Watch Dogs 2? No. Uh, Watch Dogs? No. Watch Dogs Legion? No. Legion is in, is in <laughs> the UK, though. I think, I think the other two yeah, are in California or something. <laughs> um, the ultimate survival kit and fight back. Over 15 ways to use the blank, 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 blank. Zombie Door U. hacking. Wow. Todd with that fucking snipe. It is These are going to be all Wii fucking Wii U games. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, shit. No. Fuck, I kind of want to go back I, and play if, that game. If that's the case, the I back. want to like just throw out my, my next guess now, but I can't remember the name of the game. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll, we'll go through it. If I'm... It doesn't matter. I'll tell Obi's you what the was. I had a physical copy of Bumpy's Night. <laughs> Move over blank. It's blank time. You need the full title of this game. You got something, Mike? No. Oh. Play through 82 new blank in the world of blank, 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 blank. Super Luigi Bros. You? I'll give it to you. It is indeed I new don't... Super Luigi Brothers yeah. U. Uh, that's 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 cheating. He didn't say new. He said the exact title. <laughs> I actually I actually think the title is Super Luigi U. Oh new yeah, Super no. Luigi U. Yeah, no one's gonna no one's gonna get that verbiage correct. Dom gets the point. What was the name of that game? It was like, it was some. I don't want to say I it was own it. Title, I own a copy of it. I don't know if you own. I don't know if you own a copy of it. I just remember this game existing when the Wii U came out. It was like this. It was like the one game that I think was known for being graphic in some way. Like it, it was very. Oh, I, I feel like the cover was like white with like like Mad World like silhouettes. Mad World. Are you thinking about a, that? Is a I was thinking game. Mad City. I was like, I was gonna say Mad City. And I was like, that's not right. Uh, that is a Wii game. 
Did you guys ever play man? Did you guys ever play the off topic? But manhunt on the Wii. Did you guys ever? No, you guys. No, that was fucking wild. That that was even on Wii to begin with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That leaves us with Dom ending the week at fifty-four, Todd at forty-five, and Mike at thirty-four. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode, episode three thirty-seven. Like I said at the top of the show, I'll be streaming on Saturday ten. October 22nd at 10 a.m. So make sure to come tune in, hang out, and help us raise some money for MG. Uh, and on Thursday, October uh, October 20th, join us at 9 p.m. for a special engagement uh, for Soul Hackers 2 and Atlas JRPGs. Uh, as always, you can find everything we do at PastController.io on Twitter and on Instagram at PastController. Find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PastController. You can support us in a bunch of different ways. Leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts is very beneficial. Helps us grow the show and do cooler things and more things for you. If you have a few bucks kicking around and want to help support the show, you can subscribe to us on Twitch. You can buy something from our store at pastthecontroller.threadless.com. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash pastthecontroller. You can follow me at Groom. You can follow Mike at underscore mycopath. Todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature. You can find Dom at ptc underscore one little spark. Until next time.